0: Welcome back to another episode of Old Man in the G. It's been a couple weeks since we've been with y'all. What have you been up to, Grayson? Nothing much. Watching a lot of sports and uh, just TV, Xbox, all that. Enjoying not being in school? Yes, 100%. Nice. I'm enjoying not working, so it's uh, been a good Christmas vacation for us. So uh, last time we talked a little bit about Jim Harbaugh. Um, We got a big game coming up in a couple of days on Monday night, uh, semifinal BCS. Alabama for versus Michigan. What are you thinking about that? I mean, I just, I think
1: it's great that Michigan got here, and I think they have a real shot to win it all this year. Do, I'm you? Not joking. If,
0: do you? I don't know. Do you think Michigan does? Did you hundred percent think Michigan does? Did you see the videos when they announced the pairing? All the Michigan players were kind of disappointed. I think it's because they thought people, they were going to play Florida State. But. People
1: take the mistake that as like. As disappointed and like, oh, not prepared, but they're just surprised because it should have been Florida State and everyone knows that. But like, surprise isn't the same thing as being Michigan's prepared for anyone, it's like the best roster they've had in years on this team. So, I mean, that,
0: yeah, I mean, as you know, uh, I was at the 1998 national championship game that we won. Um, and believe it or not, there was a goat sitting on the bench in that game named Tom Brady, uh, who some people might know. Um, But Brian Greasy was the quarterback for Michigan at that time. But it's been 25 years, so as a long-suffering Michigan fan, uh, I agree with you. I think this team has got it all. I think they should be able to beat Alabama. Everybody thinks they are. They're favored by two. Um, I saw some projections that said they're going to win by nine. Um, So it should be good, but, I mean, you can never count Nick Saban out, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Nick Saban. He's always going to find a way to do something. But also... He didn't make the f- college football even last year, and this year a lot of people say he shouldn't have even made it, and he probably shouldn't have. So it's like whatever they got the spot, we're going to have to deal with what's given to us. We can't change that, but I think I think
0: Michigan has a really good chance of winning. You know about Alabama's secondary, their cornerbacks? Yes, Kool-Aid McKinstry. What a cool name, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. How do you he's... get the name
0: Kool-Aid? Does anybody know?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure people out there know. but Probably because he
0: sticks to you like Kool-Aid. If yeah, you know.
1: I mean, I know he's one of the top prospects coming up in the draft. Potential person. I'd like the Bears to draft. The Lions 100% as well need help. So it's good to, you know, have those options.
0: We, th- I mean, do we think Roman Wilson's going to have any problem with Kool-Aid? Or? 100% he's going to
1: have a problem. Our receivers are the biggest issue on this team. That's why I'm worried about that. But also I think their offense can also have problems at their receiver spot too. So it's like. It's going to be back and forth, but it's like obviously you have a guy named Blake Corum who's not going to be stopped by anyone no matter what, and he's looking to break the record still for most rushing touchdowns. I mean, it's a good
0: point, right? You shut down Roman Wilson. You got Blake Corum coming at you. So you, you got to shut him going to make
1: something happen himself regardless, whether it's on his own legs or with his receivers or what. Um, so what's your, what do you think the prediction – what's your prediction for the score? <sighs> I mean, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game personally, but – I think Michigan probably wins it, uh, like, 27 to 20.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I like that. I, I think, uh, honestly, that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe a little lower. I mean, but, I, you know, but obviously I'm a homer. I went to the University of Michigan, so, you know, it's hard for me to think any differently. But also, like I said, long-suffering fan, so, you know, you yeah, Michigan doesn't have a great record in bowl games. You know what? I think the last time – actually, the last time – I think Michigan uh, won a bowl game against Alabama. Would have been 1998 when, believe it or not, Tom Brady was the quarterback. So, again, it's been 25 years since we faced Alabama in a playoff game and we've won. So, um, but I do think this is the year. I think this is the time. I think, as you pointed out last uh, on the last podcast, you know when you were talking about uh, Justin Fields versus JJ McCarthy, if they were both on the Bears, ultimately it's the best team wins. And if you're going to win a Natty. You got to go through uh, the best, and if Alabama's the best, and Michigan wants to prove that they're better, they got to win, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And just like I know
1: this wasn't like this isn't really planned, but like just going off track a little bit, like Fields and stuff. I I think it's really I think the Bears personally should stick to him. I and like I'll just reiterate that like I think he's the guy for us, and we've clearly seen it in these past few weeks. And a lot of people are talking right now about first round pick oh Bear should take a quarterback and now I'm getting more scared because it seems to be a idea that's heavily floated but I think hes certainly made a hard decision and I think it's one to worth note and he should still be our quarterback owner next season.
0: all right well as a longtime suffering fan of Michigan, although I guess you can't say he suffered since I've seen a national championship for real um, I am of course also a longtime suffering fan of the Detroit Lions and uh once again you know the kind of miracles we're seeing right now on that team uh the fact that they've qualified for the playoffs so early in the season um you know all these guys amon ra um you know aid aiden hutchinson uh these guys i mean it's just an incredible incredible team uh what do you how do you feel about how do you feel about that i mean obviously i know you've come to the lions in the last two or three years um you know and frankly uh, to be fair, I've been cheering for the Bears more because I've been in Chicago longer and because I haven't had anything yes. to cheer for for 30 years. 100%. Um, but uh, how are you feeling about the Lions? I love the Lions this year. This roster, I'm so like I'm in love with it.
1: Our offense is so good. The only thing I would change is really art. if I had the chance was those DBs, like getting a guy like Kool-Aid McKinstry would help this team out so much. This defense is where we have the issues, and we're going to see it today. This is the highest powered offense in football against the other highest powered offense in football, the Cowboys. Later today, as we're filming this po- or recording this podcast, but I mean, do it, you
0: think uh, Mike is going to come hard for uh,
1: golf? Mike, who's M- Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons, yeah, hundred uh, percent. He's he's really good. Everyone knows that. But our O line at Penn Sewell absolute dog. Like that's what I'm saying with this offense. Like. Goff has all day to throw that ball. Even Goff, most people know he's not, like, any crazy quarterback, but he's enough to get it done behind one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines in football. Great receiving core. Jameson Williams really stepped into his own uh, comfort zone these past few weeks, and he's been a great option, speedy, like, second-rounder who tore his ACL was out all last year, but he's been great. And Laporta, a rookie tight end, he's so good like he might be the best tight end in football in his first year arguably i mean he's putting up the numbers to certainly have the
0: debate for it but so i as i mentioned i've been cheering for the lions since the 1980s and um one of the holes for forever for us has been the quarterback position obviously we had barry sanders we've had great receivers megatron um you know (laughs) all but the quarterback's always been tough for us and you know i mean you won't even probably i don't have you ever heard of eric kippel no yeah that was like the first quarterback i remember he was like the quarterback from like 80 to 89 um you had like a series of other quarterbacks um i believe dave craig maybe played for the lions no uh, idea he had like the fumble record for a quarterback at one point i mean yeah oh, oh and
1: 17 season with the guy from michigan what's his name the guy who started over brady uh, Drew Henson yeah Drew, yeah, Henson. Drew Henson he, he was on that team that went 0 17 so I mean yeah lots of quarterback struggles there and I think it feels really great to know a guy like Goff is someone we have and he's I don't I still don't personally think even myself as i I'll consider myself I'll go out and say it, a little bit more of a Lions fan than you so as of recently uh, but I still don't I don't think he's the guy but I do think he is he is enough of the guy I mean he's obviously done it with the Rams I think he can make a playoff run. I don't know how deep it will be. I don't really consider us a Super Bowl contender, but I do think we have the ability to make a run at least. We could even get that first seed and get the bye. So I think it's great to know we have a guy that can be certainly one of the best, if not the best, Lions quarterbacks all time, and even though it's not a hard title to take. But I I think that's like very little bar, low bar, and I would love to see them maybe take a shot on one of these insane rookie quarterbacks in the draft just to have as an option and i know they have a guy named hendon hooker who played for texas a rookie this year hasn't got a chance to play but i don't know i just kind of want to see what we have in that and definitely consider it as a real option
0: yeah i mean it's uh, golf is an incredible quarterback no question about it but also um it does feel like that's the one risky spot if they're going to win the super bowl and you you make a good point he actually took them you know to the super bowl the the rams and ultimately uh you know, that means he can do it. So, um, but he didn't win. So, and, and I guess the other thing we know about golf is like a golf can have a game where he looks like an MVP hundred and then Goff has a game where he looks like he's the worst Lions yeah, quarterback I mean, of all time. Talk
1: about like the beginning of the season. He hadn't thrown, there was, it was like, what he's top three or something. I think And how, how many, most pi- how many
0: picks did he throw against the bears? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> three, four, but
1: most interceptions, but then, On the other hand, that's what you're saying. Like most interception, most games without an interception thrown, he's like top five on that list. And he had it going into the beginning of the season. Once he threw one of those picks, he's been turning it over a lot more. And I don't know why, how you can go from like that guy, like who throws the ball so much perfectly without turnover. And then he just turns into a turnover merchant.
0: Well, look like, you know, the 49ers were the game until they fell apart (laughs) last week a little bit um but it still feels like they're that they're the team to beat or you know i mean i guess you can make an argument for philly who's uh, who else is in that super bowl picture
1: uh philly i mean cowboys I would, like today you might see an early super bowl like uh one of these two teams could be in the super bowl 100% lions and cowboys and uh yeah niners looking like the best team in football like one of the best teams ever i think it'd be they've had this great roster for years it'd be a shame if they didn't win it and This year, and I hate the Niners personally because my friend's a Niners fan. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) so, just if your friend doesn't like a team, what if he hates? No,
1: like I, I just hate my friend because he's like Purdy over Fields every week, and every time Bears lose, he has something to say about it, and I have something to say. They lost last week versus the Ravens, and Purdy's not the MVP. Anyone out there who believes that he's not? It's Lamar Jackson or Dak.
0: Got it. Well, I mean, we're talking about MVP, so let's like switch over to that conversation. Um, who do you think the MVP for the season so far is?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's this is one of the crazier years in like all of football. like there's so many so much debate for who the MVP could be, and I'm open like any option that's not named Brock Purdy, <laughs> even though he's been up there and he was the favorite going into last week. I think he's a like it's a great story, dude. From where he came, the last pick of the entire draft, I can't think of. It. I mean Brady obviously went late, but he wasn't the last pick. I mean, it's an insane story. So, like, he's definitely not irrelevant. He's a good quarterback, but I still do think he is a system quarterback. If you look at the pieces around him, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, they have an amazing defense. Trent Williams, one of the best O-lines in football. Like, anyone could do it in that system. I I don't, like, you think Goff in that system wouldn't it be better than Brock? I personally think he would. I mean, he's doing it in the line system, which is damn near as good. And maybe a less few less weapons as well, 100%. So... I don't think it's him but I my, my personal pick right now would be Lamar Jackson. He beat Brock Purdy last week and he made a fool out of that Niner, one of the better defenses in football. Niners, he can do it on his feet. He's won the MVP before. He he can throw. I mean, and his offense is nowhere near as good as Purdy, so it, it really shows just the extent. You know, Mark Andrews got injured earlier in the season, his top target, so he's been doing it with a young offense and he can do it on his own too and I just think that's what an MVP needs.
0: If it's not a quarterback, it, could it be somebody like Tyreek? Is Tyreek good enough I,
1: I want to see Tyreek win it because just the story that would be behind. And wide receivers never won the award. It's always been a running back or a quarterback. And as of recently, it's just been a, basically a most valuable quarterback awarded. You know, scale positions aren't even considered anymore, I feel like. And I don't think Tyreek's going to win it, unfortunately, even though I'd love to see it. Because and I love Tyreek. It'd, it'd
0: be hard, right, though, because he's got a lot of support. Like you got Mostert scoring a lot of touchdowns. Mostert, and, yeah. And so I mean, it feels like people um would be like, listen, that team's stacked, so why would you I mean you could even consider Tua, obviously. So yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. Tyreek's certainly the best player in that team. I don't care. You can you can say the team's stacked, and it is stacked team, but there's no debate. Tyreek's the best player on that team. He's an insane wide receiver signing road season like not many others. I mean, if he could somehow surpass Megatron's 1900 receiving yard record in season, which is very unlikely. And he missed a game injured too, which I think is one of the reasons why his chances are kind of gone down the drain, but I'd love to see it. And I don't think it'll happen, but he certainly is making a good argument. That's awesome to see.
0: So we we didn't plan to talk about this, but since we are talking about the Miami Dolphins, as most people might know, who are listening to this podcast they are the in-season hard knocks on uh, Max right now. And, uh, I mean, personally, of all the hard knocks I've watched, this is my favorite. How do you feel about it? Or do uh, you, do you no. like the Jets? Like, like did you like the Lions line? were my favorite. 100%. Lions are your favorite. And okay. it's
1: biased, but it's like, dude, the people in that locker room were awesome. And I like the Dolphins, too. I definitely like it more than the Jets. But, I mean, I mean, it's cool. So,
0: dude, I mean, as I've said every week, and I say it like four times a week, and you're sick of it, Mike McDaniel is like the greatest coach of all time. I think he's like the perfect modern it's coach. A goofball. He is a goofball. He's a nerd, but he's really skilled at what he does. But he also, he knows how to talk to players, right? He's not an old dude. He's not like a hardcore dude. He's just like, he's flexible. He's fun. Um, he's really smart, really philosophical. Um, I He's funny, right? Like, I, I don't know if you remember that thing where he was wearing like the off-white shoes and the Givenchy tracksuit, And he's like, you know how you know I'm good at my job? nobody would hire anybody looking like this which i thought was like super funny right because Mm -hmm. it's true like you go to most professional jobs even in the nfl you know unless of course you're bill belichick and you have the cut off hoodies uh you got to look a certain way and you know he just looks like a a kid who's like kind of at the club as opposed to a a pro nfl coach
1: yeah 100 percent. i mean he's so he's so funny but like there's a lot of coaches out there like that. Like I still think Andy Reid on top. He's an awesome guy. He's been doing it forever, and he's a great coach. And he's led his team to many Super Bowls. And I and love he does it. he does the best Chick
0: Fil A nuggets yeah. commercial. <laughs> or actually, it's not Chick Fil A, right? It's it's uh, State Farm. Um, I'm not sure. It's just it's like it is State Farm. But uh-huh. They're bundling like Home and Auto, but yeah. The but he's talking about nuggets, so I thought it was Chick Fil A. No,
1: yeah, I'm sure people have seen it, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, Dan Campbell, I love him too. And I think he should win Coach of the Year this year 100%. He's been so good the way he's morphed his team. He's still my favorite coach personally, Dan Campbell.
0: Yeah, I like Dan Campbell. The thing I, you know, with Dan Campbell is Dan Campbell's like the archetype of a coach. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, but, I'm going to knock your kneecaps off. I used to play in the NFL. But I'm Dan
1: Campbell team. still has a personality and humor too. You can't say, take that away from him. He's super funny. He's a cool guy. I mean, if you didn't get that from Hard Knocks, it's pretty crazy to me because. I don't know. I, he's a great guy. He's a great coach, and he should be coach of the year this year, in my opinion.
0: All right. Well, I think we're ready to wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to talk about or anything you want to say before we go? Um. No, I think that's pretty much it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in 2024. Um. Keep listening to Old Man and the G. Rate us up on Apple iTunes um, or any anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we appreciate those ratings. Hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Go Lions today.